welcome back, idiots, as we continue our Eerie Horror Fest interviews. I'm the first one on this. This is my first one doing this for this. Yeah. I'm Brett and Liberty, and I'm joined by... Shaggy. Nick. From Shaggy's, Shaggy's House of Horrors. Horrors. It's yeah. a crossover episode. It's a crossover, yeah. yeah I saw this picture for you, Shaggy, crossover. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's our, yeah. It's our first... Yeah. Yep. But joining us in the crossover episode, it's not like in Scooby-Doo when like the Harlem Globetrotters would show up. And that was badass. <laughs> I like that. It was. I'm immature. But we have the cast of Children of the Corn with us today. And the director. And the, director, yeah, and the, the master the, of the ceremonies room. himself. The ringleader of this circus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we'll just go around the room and have you guys introduce yourself to the audience. So I guess Courtney, you're first. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Gaines played Malachi. Yes. John Philbin, I played Amos, the guy that sacrificed himself to he who walks behind the ropes. Oh, nice. And I'm John Franklin. If you don't know who I am, it's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> He's using yeah, mine. Yeah, use that. Okay. Uh, never mind. Dead air. Yeah. <laughs> Good career. Fritz Kirsch. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz Kirsch. Well, it's great to have all of you guys here. I guess my first question is, that movie came out the year I was born. You guys still all cool with each other? Sometimes you're like, oh, the Johns hate each other. Like, How does that work? What's the dynamic like? Are you asking the same one? Well, it's just funny because it was all of our first films. So there's, we have that in common. And it is John Franklin and I have just, we've been you know, attached to the hip for their lives. It's, it's impossible to separate, you know? So, And filming just recently, men just really, just, say it right. Philman. <laughs> Philman just recently jumped on board with us, which is awesome. And so is Fritz. So we're because we, we've been doing John Franklin. I've been doing conventions for like 15 years. So now they're part of the family, and it's been cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't. I just joined this group, and they've been doing it forever. And so they think it's funny to hear new perspectives on it. Uh, we, I've never. I've haven't. Fritz and I are the only people who aren't getting along right now. <laughs> No, I mean, as Courtney said, we've been doing this together, and we've been friends, and you know, hanging out in LA too, and him coming over uh, with his girlfriend for Thanksgiving dinner at my house, and just you know, chilling and stuff like that. We go, go way back, you know. It's like we are. It'll be on both of our tombstones, the you know, children of the corn. So, so, but it was great because Courtney got a great manager, and he brought me on board like 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was. Um, and then, it, just like Philbin said. Or film uh, that he's intentionally mispronouncing his name. Um, that uh, just a whole new energy when Fritz came. It was like really cool. He did a commentary. I'm like learning so much about I'm like what that happened. Oh, that wasn't shot in Iowa. That shot in Iowa. Like a really amazing education. So it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys all still like each other, or at least, or at least play along. I'd say. Yeah. You don't want to ask Fritz what he thinks? I was about to ask. I'm Fritz. scared to hear Fritz, what he's going to say. Fritz, are you sick of them already? No, no, no. <laughs> Every night they come by and drop five dollars under the door, and so it's been a good, financially important relationship. And I'm happy because that five dollars helps a lot of poor people in the world. Like that's that. It's, it's it's actually been great for us to have to have Fritz here because he had no idea the impact this Children of the Corn's had on people. But we've been doing these things for a long time, and it's, we're, we're like reliving it now, you know, through his eyes. It's like he's only been doing this now for like a year, you know, and he just can't believe all the, the fan base out there. So it's it's been really cool for us. That's awesome. See, how, to let him know that like you, know, you made a movie that people you know actually love. I uh, actually didn't get to to see the screening last night. How'd that go with the with the live commentary? 
Yeah, I knew you were going to hand it to John. I knew it. I knew it. Apparently, it went great. <laughs> I cannot read. You know, it's pitch black out there. I couldn't hear Fritz, who who runs, who knows all everything about everything. So he's pretty much talking through through the movie, and I couldn't hear him. But every once in a while, I would there'd be silent, and I'd look over, and all three of these guys would be staring at me. I'm like, what? But it went great. I've never done that before, and so I learned so much. Really. From Fritz, basically, and it's just fun for me. It was super fun. I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. And, until he got up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so in the middle of the film, John decided, oh, I need a restroom. And so we were going to stop the film and wait. We, did. We, just, we just plugged on. But it was fun. I think we all had a great time. We laughed and giggled and kind of made fun of each other. And, and uh, if you had not seen the film, I think you might have been, uh, I don't know, I came to hear the dialogue in the film and the people in the <laughs> And we talked over all that shit, and we right. just went on with our own things. So we had a great time. That's no, it was so it's so much funnier. We did this once before, and but we were in the audience watching the big screen. Oh, wow. So that's the only thing that felt a little bit weird that we were on stage, on yeah. under lights, and of course they put me, the smallest guy, in the biggest throne chair. <laughs> <laughs> so like I like had to scoot forward so my feet could touch the ground. <laughs> I'm like, and then earlier I said, Fritz, you should sit in that chair. That's the tallest one. So he's the tallest of the gang. But no, it's really it was so much. Funnier. It was like uh, Philbin was just hysterical, yeah, and really <laughs> mansplaining and really tra <laughs> trashing Peter Horton. And, but it, the people that came up at, to my table just talked on and on about how much fun it was, and they really enjoyed it. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, they said well. <laughs> so I guess my question is for Courtney. You have the microphone. Um, I thought John was an excellent cult leader. I mean, did you hear the stuff he was saying? I wanted to go and kill all the adults and listen to all that stuff. I thought he was crushing it. You betrayed him. What the hell, bro? <laughs> Is there a question there? <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> well, the number two guy in power wants to be the number one guy in power, right? And if, and, and if he can physically kick his ass and make that happen, he's going to do so. And how'd that work out for you? Not very well, but you know, <laughs> that's why he's not the brains and was the brawn. I think that's pretty apparent. You had a hell of a career, man. My 80s, 90s, it was all over it. What was it like to get turned down in Back to the Future when you tried to dance with the rain? What was it like? <laughs> yeah, that looked painful. Uh, you know, I actually did a, a, a uh, what's that show? Uh, oh, it's another a TV show that she was also in that then I, I hit, tried to hit on her again and got turned down again. So I've been, I've been turned down by Leah Thompson twice. <laughs> How many people can say that? Well, she never answers my emails. So. Yeah. There you go. There you go. She's back doing film now. Yeah, at least I tried. Exactly. Yeah. Give yeah. you a college try. Yeah. Andy was in an episode of Seinfeld. Oh yeah. 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 Everything. You know, I'm avoiding what I want to talk. He's a video, uh -oh. video store clerk. No, are you talking dollars. about Sunny and Philly? Are you trying to go there already? I love the burbs so oh, much. The burbs. <laughs> Do you, what do you get recognized as? Uh, I would say, you know, Corn's probably number one, but it depends, like, you know, if, if, it's, if it's a girl, then she's going to, like, Can't Buy Me Love or, or Sweet Home Alabama. So it just depends on, if it's like a military guy, it'd be like Memphis Bell, right? It sort of right. depends on the kind of film people are into. But I, I, I'm proud of that, that I have a, a wide variety of, of genres that people actually might recognize other than just Corn. Right? I guess I'm going down the line now because Philbin's my next guy here. There you go. Let's talk some good John film. Yeah. yeah. Yo, bro. 
John Philman. 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 <laughs> my name is Philbin, but I've got people say Philman so much that I I'm going with it as a joke. Yeah, Philman. Philman. Okay, yeah. He's what? Filming, man. He's filming. He's crushing it. I know he's crushing it. Like he was in the early night. You did Tombstone yes. and Point oh, Break right. within yeah. a year. Yeah. Yes. Was it? What was it like just living in the most awesome life ever that I could have ever Th- imagined? Those were two of the funnest movies I've ever, you know, got to do. And I, they were both movies where I don't have a big part, but I'm in them from the table read to the last day of shooting. I'm, I'm always in the background or something. I have a couple scenes, but I don't have to carry the movie. I'm not. It's not like all on me or anything so it's basically just an actor's dream you're just going to school watching these actors work you know getting into it as deeply as you can because you're on it for as long as possible so you're living that life you know whatever that, that role was you're just living it for three months each so and then you know with those actors you're just thrilled watching those people work and working with them and being part of a project that Turns out, people love because you never know. You know, you make a movie, you don't know. You think, oh, this is going to be a, you know, great film. You know, you feel precious about it, and you're going to change the world. And nobody sees it, nobody likes it. And then you make another movie where you're like, well, no one's going to see this. So I'm just going to really get into it. You're still doing the best work you can, and all of a sudden, 20, 30 years later, people are talking about it. They just think it's the coolest thing ever. That is a great experience. I'm glad you got to be a part of that. I have one question. It's a local one. You're a surfer. Yeah. You're a big time surfer. Yeah. So here in Erie, in the winter, towards the winter, here in about a month, people put on those wetsuits and go out in that lake, and they come out covered in ice. Would you ever suggest doing that, and would you do that yourself? No. It's, no. You know, I would not do that for fun. I've been asked by the, you know, freshwater crew, like, come out here, come surfing, you know, like, we'll do a little thing. And I'm like, no, no. That does, I, when I travel somewhere to surf, it's warm water where I don't have to wear a wetsuit. I teach surfing in California. I wear a wetsuit all year. So when I travel for recreation, for somewhere fun, I don't want to wear a wetsuit. I want to be in warm tropical water. That's just me. You know, I'm, I don't, I, those guys are gnarly and insane and I, I, my hat's off to them. They're stoked about surfing. Me, not so much. I just want to have fun in the warm water. I would be the same. All right, John, John Franklin, you're up, my friend. Your cousin it? Masan <laughs> Masan. See, that's amazing. I think for all of us, that movie was a big part of our childhood. You know, that was yeah. one that, that VHS got popped in all the time. But you can't see your face on it. Did you ever have to go around like, I swear to God, I'm cousin it? No, it's the number one thing I'm recognized for, actually. Seriously? No, wow. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I did an Entertainment Tonight interview uh, with Mary Hart. Uh, and the next, like two or three days later, I'm walking down the street and someone yells, hey, cousin it. And I was like, what? How do you know who I am? I was like, how did you stalk her? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's like, people I knew. Th- I, I, I don't need to prove anything. It's like, what? They still knew. As soon as he does the voice. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, right. Yeah, and that proves yeah. it. Actually, completely crushed the voice. I just assumed that was somebody in the back doing ADR or something, but nope. No. My man's got it. I, I came great. into the audition and I. They made me dance. They wanted Cousin It to be able to dance because the big scene, even though I would have no arms later on. Um, <laughs> so I, I danced with the assistant casting director and stuff like that. And, and then they were ready to say, oh, thank you much. They were laughing. And, and I said, no, I'm a serious actor. And I want to prove to you that I am a Shakespearean trained actor. And I want to do a monologue from Hamlet. And they're like, okay. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Let's placate him. Because he might pull a knife on us. So they said, sure. So I went, you know, centered myself and then just lifted up my head and went, Massan, 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 Massan. And 
Exactly. So, and Barry Seinfeld and Scott Rudin, they just laughed their asses off right then. And they just looked at me and said, you got the part. Right then, which is rare that that ever happens. <laughs> so I was like, because I, I, I dreamt that voice up the night before. Oh, wow. So I wanted to get it in there. Because oh, in the script, awesome. it just says, oot, oot, glipper, gleep. So. <laughs> He's like, I'm not R2-D2. You, you yeah. had to give it a little bit extra. Exactly. I appreciate that. That enhanced yeah. the movie. Everybody loved Cousin It. Oh, yeah. Thank you. But... As a kid, I had no idea who was behind the, the hair. <laughs> so I guess this one's for Fritz. Um, just looking at all the stuff that you've done, it looks like, was this the first film? Yeah, for all of us. I mean, it really was a chance. I've been making television commercials for a lot of years and, and uh, gra- graduated to the level of having my own company and directing and shooting the commercials and making uh, tuna fish commercials or whatever. Or Hot Pockets, my favorite. <clears throat> I love Hot Pockets. Uh, well, you did a great job. Uh, thank you. Mm. <laughs> and and um, one of the guys that we worked with frequently on the crew got a job in the studio and told us or came to us with scripts and said, pick one, you want to make a movie, it's time, you guys should be doing this. This would be myself and my business partner um, in the television commercial company. So uh, we turned it down and thought, no, let's just keep making commercials. This is more fun and, uh, you know, we have cars that are on lease and we, you know, life's good. We're 28. So then he came back with corn and said, this will be a big deal. Look whose name is on it. Do this. And we thought, well, okay, let's talk about it. And literally just within a week went out and started looking for locations and, and uh, got to meet everybody and cast and did all the things necessary and had that energy that we all had, which was wonderful. You know, just the passion to, to do the best we could do at the time with the resources. So it turned out okay. Was, was there like having that name on it, having Stephen King's name on it after, especially the movies and stuff that had come out, like Carrie and The Shining came out before that and so many after. Was, the, was that intimidating at all? No, fuck no. I, I mean, <laughs> frankly, um, the truth of the matter is his original screenplay, one of the first screenplays that he tried to write, I understand, uh, Creepshow, I think, was the very first one that he did. Wasn't successful in being sold or set up by anyone. But the concept of it, kids doing something against adult, was attractive to Hal Roach from the Little Rascals. So he thought, maybe I could turn this into something to resuscitate and bring back the Little Rascals. And it didn't seem to be a really popular idea. <laughs> the Little Rascals would go ahead and slow I like people. it. Let's shoot it. Yeah. I kind of like it, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> now, now it is. So uh, another company came in and took the script, and our charge was to turn it into a product that would attract the young teenage males and young teenage girls and make it something that would be a scary idea uh, that kids would embrace. And we came up with this adult nightmare angle and then took scissors to the script and came up with uh, the finished script that we shot. So the real artist in it is George, George Goldsmith, who wrote the play, the screenplay. But King really didn't have, he had nothing to do with making the film other than being bought out. So we didn't get a chance to meet him. So therefore, no, I wasn't intimidated because it wasn't, it was George's story. Well, I mean, you did a great job on it and then you had plenty of projects after. You still do any directing or anything? Yeah, I'm starting up more films. I was in academics for a number of years and decided that wasn't uh, giving me the same push and excitement anymore. I got out of university teaching and so forth. And okay, he's not giving that, himself enough credit. So he basically, the, the Oklahoma film mark, you know, that's the now place people shoot a lot. He pretty much helped build that whole thing from the ground up. All the students that he's trained are all now the guys making movies out there and all the film crews and all that. So give the man some props yeah. for Oklahoma. I shiver. Oh, give it up. I shiver. I shiver. 
And that's why I want to go back and make films so I can exploit the shit out of all these students that yeah. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time to pay me back. It's a dollar an hour, you motherfucker. Yeah. So come work for me. So, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, they, they pay you too? Because, I mean, it sounds to me like you made their careers. They kind of owe you that $5 daily. That's why yeah. I'm so excited to be hanging with them. Because, you know, every day there's that little envelope, that homage. Baby. <laughs> yeah. So... I guess to anybody, what do you think of our small little town by the lake here? What do you guys think of Erie, Pennsylvania? Erie, Pa. <laughs> really, we just go from the hotel to here pretty much. I think this theater is insanely amazing. It is. Yeah, they you just know. renovated it. Yeah, well, it shows, and we got to go to the lake today, and that was, was nice. Cool. But that's about all we really seen. Oh, we went to the train station to have dinner, and that was yeah. cool. Huh? So that's about all I got for you. We also went to this place called The Breakfast Place, which was awesome, mm -hmm. and today we went to Zodiac. Zodiac Cafe, which was awesome, but usually it is just the van to the hotel to the convention center. But this is the coolest location I think we've ever had. Like this movie theater, this, this place was awesome, and that talk story last night during the movie was awesome. And the people are really nice and friendly. And I'm looking forward to a pizza that's coming on its way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where they get Papa John's Pizza Hut? What do we get? Anything is fine. It doesn't matter. It's, it's edible. The tombstone is <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> um, or Hot Pockets. We're going to eat Hot Pockets yeah, I... later on. Yes. Um, so, again, it's like the people are amazing. Um, it's a nice, small film festival. So, you know, anybody walking up a flight of stairs are going to be Children of Corn fans and just really friendly and, and nice. Yeah. So it's just been a... Oh, yes. Uh, the uh, underdog barbecue yeah, the other day. Uh -oh. Thank you. It was really, really, really good. What'd you have? I had um, Night in the Night Street, uh, Nightmare Street, Street in the Nightmare. What is that? Uh, oh, Elmer, the Elm Street Tacos? Elm Street. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, Shaggy and I had that. And then the uh, Children of the Corn. Thing, the corn of course, so. we have to. Yeah, yeah right? so that was fun. Well, when I saw you guys out there having it, I mean, like, Courtney looked like he was having the time of his life. He had this big corn. Like, I, I, I was happy for him. Like, no, just let him be, man. Will just I ever get a corn break? Will I ever <laughs> Never. Oh, sorry. I needed a swig, man. I'm yeah. thirsty. Thirsty. I'm very fat, and I, I run out of saliva. How about you, Fritz? How did you like the? How do you like? How do you like Erie? Uh, this is Erie. Yeah. This, is, this is eerie. I thought yeah. we were in Cleveland. I thought this was the big place. I don't know. This theater is spectacular. And the whole idea of refurbishing something that's historically important like this is just the coolest in the world. To be here, when we got on that stage last night, for me it was Radio City Music Hall. It was spectacularly large. I just felt small. I just loved it. It was cool, yet you could talk to people. It wasn't that massive big hall that just swallowed you up. Everything in here is really good. The people are wonderful. The places we've been that you've all mentioned. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful. So it's really cool. I'm, I'm digging it. I'd come back here in a second. Heck you gotta yeah, make movies here. There's yeah, a lot of cool buildings here. Yeah, yeah. It just feels great to do this with you guys and do it in such a, a beautiful setting. It's really, it's it's different from us just being in a small corner studio. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's really yeah, fun. It's, it's been a lot fun of Tom Segura. Who's the loser now? Still me, but maybe someday I'm not. I hope. <laughs> But no, it's been great having you guys on talking really to us. So what happens from here? Do you guys just um, not return Christmas cards? Do you all meet again for Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. John, you're going off to Lexington when? Yeah. A couple weeks? 
I'm going to Lexington, Kentucky, October 20th to the 25th or something around then for a horror convention, a big one that these guys have already done and already been to. Nice. I'm going to it with a movie called Return of the Living Dead, so yeah, I'll be reunited nice. with that cast. And we're like an old family. I've been doing it. I did this stuff with them for 10 years. Must have been. It's really like a family reunion. It's really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Gotta love the zombies. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that, that, that genre was born in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right? yeah. Western PA, maybe. The Marrow. Yeah. <clears throat> so as we get about to the end, um, I, I just look at you guys and like I said, you all kind of started together and that's pretty awesome. So if you're out there and you want to make something like what you guys did, what would you suggest? Well, I can only talk from an actor's point of view and that is, you know, people have, when people ask for advice, you know, there's a saying, the door opens e easy the first time and it may not open so easy the second time if you're not prepared. So when you get an opportunity, which was this for all of us was an opportunity, I mean, a big opportunity, you know, we, we went in and kicked butt and seized the day and got the gig and who knew it was going to turn into be something we talked about 38 years later, but you got to be ready. So I'm a big component of studying and knowing what you do and to take it seriously, you know, because I can only talk, it from, talk to it from the acting point of view. Yeah, I, me too. I, I tried to produce some movies and I wrote a screenplay, but nothing ever got made. It's such a difficult thing and I just didn't have that in me. But when I was younger, I definitely had the ambition and the enthusiasm to be an actor and it, there's nothing like it. It's a strange thing to want to do. It's a very strange thing to actually do, but if your imagination and is wild and you're willing to make believe in, in all kinds of different situations, 100% all in, then there's nothing. I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I got. It was awesome. If, like today, um, a person came up to me and said they want to be an actor, what do I do? And I always say the same thing, do theater. It is a discipline. You've got to be there on time. You've got to know your lines. There's no take two. You go to, you know, get up there and kick butt and just really learn. And once you become professional, it's eight shows a week. And if you, like I did Oliver with Davy Jones with the Monkees, and if you are singing, you're, you know, Artful Dodger, that's your whole life for the week. You got a day off. You better not talk. You better take care of your voice. Right. You better, you know, you just it's just a total discipline. And then, uh, a young lady today asked me about screenwriting. She wants because I, I wrote Children of Corner Number Six, and I just say go online and read, award you know Academy Award winning screenplays. They're all available online for free. And I said don't go, you don't have to unless you're rich. <laughs> go into a bookstore or go to USC and you know spend you know fifty thousand dollars a year or whatever in film school. Just go online, keep reading great screenplays, and then go and see like Truby's story structure and, and know how to what is expected of an average script so just again everything's out there but you learn to do everything online. yeah 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 I would say go to Fritz that's I mean it sounds to me like <laughs> hang, you want to make hang movies, with the Duke right you definitely you hang with the Duke that's the way it works <laughs> look I, I I had the same you know struggle in, in chances that they did but uh, on the other side of the camera and, and so the the thing that I guess, it takes a long time to make a feature film. It takes literally a year before you're actually shooting. You have to think about it and prepare it, and first you have to write it, and you have to get it organized financially and so forth. But I think within that, embedded within that, the mantra that I've always stuck with, there are kind of two of them, is there is no no. It may be no today, tomorrow's another day. So we just move on. We'll just accept no today. But I'll come back, mother scratcher, and we'll try again tomorrow. And, that. and then when you finish and we think we've done great, 
You just don't stop. Never stop at the top. You think you're the big dog? No. Look above right. you, look all around you, and just keep doing it and keep going because we have purpose and we got to fulfill our purposes. Especially I could listen nowadays. to you guys talk all day. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. are great, but I'm sure you don't want to listen to us talk no, all no, day. So I always like to do this. I mean, you guys were nice enough to come and talk to us. So is there anything out there that you guys want to promote? Any projects anybody's working on or anything like that? Feel free to shout them out right now. If you do, I'm happy to put it out there. <laughs> Top secret. <laughs> I love that that question and that answer. Well, John, John, don't you want to thank all the guys down at the county jail? Yeah, the county yeah. jail. They were very good to me. The truth is, the sheriff, the LA Police Department arrested me seven years ago, oh, and they did, really? the LA sheriffs housed me in county jail and they detoxed me from alcohol and they got me physically off uh, my addiction to alcohol and I am forever grateful for the uh, law enforcement agencies that, that get people off the streets who would kill others or themselves but they're really basically just addicted to drugs and alcohol. It's a huge problem and everyone I met in there in jail committed their crimes under the influence of drugs and alcohol yeah. so if you can get rid of that addiction Life has great hope. That's fantastic, man. Congratulations. I'm glad you got you got right. I'm glad I helped you out. You're welcome. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> You guys. All thank right. you. And thank you all. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Fantastic. So much. Fantastic. And enjoy your time in Erie. That was yeah. the Children of the Corn. Yeah, Woo. Erie Pot. And as long as I'm correct, you'll have pizza in five minutes. All right.